Welcome to HR Bytes, a podcast and video series to bring you stories of HR professionals who bring a think globally and act locally digital HR agenda to their work. Everyday HR people who are driving digital transformations in their organizations, data-driven and future-fit digital HR leaders. This is your host, Jay Polaki, and today's guest is my friend, Patty. Patty Hampton is managing partner at Nonprofit HR, and she's really started this really cool social collaborative called CETA recently, and I'm so excited for you, Patty. Welcome to today's show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much, Jay, for having me. I am super excited to talk with you. I've been following you for a long time on LinkedIn, so it's great to uh, finally connect with you. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. So, Patty, you know, you've uh, worked in HR for, God knows, a long, long time now, <laughs> and especially in the <laughs> nonprofit uh, area, right? Um, and you must have seen a lot more uh, upheaval in the, in the HR space within the nonprofit sector this past year. Um, how have you, um, you know, seen the use of technology or the lack of it in the nonprofit sector? And what do you think our HR function um, has had to deal with in the nonprofit sector? Yeah, that's a great question, Jay. And um, I have seen a lot. I've been in the sector for more than 20 years. I've served as an HR practitioner um, and, of course, landing now with uh, Nonprofit HR as a managing partner. And we continue to see things um, and be uh, the resource for our clients as well. So, you know, with the pandemic and everything that's been happening with, I call them three crises, right? Um, it's the pandemic, it's the Black Lives Matter movement, and then there's an economic issue that we're dealing with too. It's the recession for lack of a, of, of a better term, right? Absolutely. But, you know, what I've seen, Jay, is really HR leaders and practitioners, they've had to shift um, their way of thinking they had to shift how they um, focus on people management strategy. And, you know, while many of us were resistant, the one thing I thought about is while many of us were resistant to video interviewing, remember that when it came yes, <laughs> on the scene more than a decade ago? And now here we are having to embrace that sort of technology. And all of a sudden, what are we all doing when we're interviewing people? Video recording through Zoom, of course, and other uh, uh, technologies that we're using like Microsoft Teams. Um, but how we react with our colleagues on you know, Zoom and Microsoft Teams and managers trying to figure out how to best, what I put in quotes, monitor, performance of their direct reports, that's been huge, I think, in terms of a shift um, <clears throat> and how HR practitioners are, are looking at um, how this pandemic and everything else has kind of shifted them as well. But the biggest one for me has always been culture. Um, culture is about the people. It's about that human connection. And I still think it's tough um, 
to tech, what I call tech your way uh, to create a, a human-centered culture. Um, sure, there's tools that you can uh, use like Slack tech tools and um, that focus on employee uh, recognition and engagement, but there's still gonna be no substitute for that human connection that's uh, not virtually, that's not related to the virtual clapping that we do um, or cheering on a colleague. It's not a replacement, in my opinion, uh, for that human-centered contact. Absolutely. The H and HR, right? The H and HR. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know, you've uh, talked about how this upheaval has maybe upended a lot of the HR functions and, um, you know, having kind of HR to reboot and reinvent itself. Um, what have you seen in your line of work when it comes to technology adoption? Um, do you think that, you know, the social networks within organizations for HR uh, colleagues uh, helps them to kind of deploy technology, bring new innovation to their function? Or do you think social networks really don't add much to the process? Yeah, I, I do think uh, social networking um, adds some innovation <laughs> to the process and how we um, uh, look at building, um, and again, I'll go back to culture. It, it's building a social network community within your organization and outside of that organization as well. So while we all like to go after <laughs> the shiny new toy. Um, I always tell folks to kind of pause. Um, you have to pause and ask the what, the why, and how will this new technology change or shift the culture of your organization? It's super important. I'll give you an example. There's a, and I think I can say this, but um, Salesforce is a wonderful CRM and probably one of the best that I've used, um, but is your organization ready for what I call the beast? This is the beast of the CRMs out there, connects with a ton of other things that were, and technology tools that we're already using within our organizations. Um, but you have to understand as an HR practitioner, how do they connect? Are they gonna make my business uh, for the organization better or worse. And so I, I see sometimes organizations adopting a new sort of shiny new toy, um, but not really fully embracing and understanding how will this tool either help or make us better as an institution or an organization. Um, and then there's an entire tech community out there that we all forget. We can speak to them. I mean, folks like yourself and uh, folks like, um, you know, there's a development community. I live with an engineer, so <laughs> I'm always asking my husband about, yes. you know, mm -hmm. certain technologies and, um, but ask your provider. Um, if you're adopting a, a new technology for your organization, ask to speak to the developer. They're not gonna expect that. They're not gonna expect that you're gonna ask to speak to the developer and ask them the tough questions uh, about the tool. 
Absolutely. That's great advice. Um, I was going to specifically ask you, what's one piece of advice you have for our HR colleagues who are trying to adopt new technology? And, and, you know, the point that you just made definitely resonates with me. What else do you think we should be doing as HR professionals when we are trying to adopt or learn new technology? Yeah, first, um, try it yourself. (laughs) So if you have your um, business hat on as an HR practitioner, and you are looking to adopt new technology to to, uh, function within your organization, get a group of people within the organization to beta test it, right? It's already fully baked. They already know what it should do. Um, but you need some champions within the organization that can help you sell the new tool um, that you're gonna you're planning to adopt with the rest of your community within the organization. So that's that's really my best advice. Awesome. And, you know, there are so many naysayers when it comes to technology, even HR folks who are averse to technology adoption. Um, What is your advice to folks who, you know, have not really uh, kind of um, uh, given into the notion that HR tech is here to stay and, you know, that we really need to be uh, digital first function in order for us as a function within a business to thrive and also for the business to thrive that we are supporting. Yeah, so are you really asking, Jay, are there a group of naysayers that are not quite there yet? Right? Yes, yes. Um, so that's how I kind of take that question. And I'm, I'm like, you must be stuck in the past. Because every single week or month or year, technology has moved ahead. That doesn't mean you have to adopt it all, right, or sign on to it all. But what is the one technology that you can leverage as a practitioner? It's never about you. It's never about you, but it's about advancing your organization forward. And what does that look like? As an HR practitioner or leader in an organization, you have to have a vision for the organization. You should be collaborating with your um, CIO. You should be collaborating with your IT folks. Um, Again, and that's when I say, you know, yes, press pause, but don't press pause on innovation and technology that really can propel your organization forward, particularly when you are a mission-driven organization and you have no idea how that one technology could potentially even shift your mission forward for a greater good. And for me, that's what I'm always focused on because of the sector that we operate in, and, and that's the social sector space. And you always have to be looking for that one technology that will shift your mission forward. Absolutely. Great, great advice. Um, Resonates with all the work that I'm doing as well. So thank you for that. Um, (laughs) You know, 2021 definitely had um, a bad start, (laughs) especially for us living in the D.C. area. (laughs) Um, Right. 
and for HR professionals uh, to deal with what's happening in the society at large. And then, you know, it, that impacts our work, right? I mean, our society is reflected in our work. And how do you think we in HR need to prepare for this future of work where we have to take into account uh, everything else that's going on outside of the workplace, as well as everything that's going on inside the workplace with the innovation and the technology adoption that's going on at warp speed. Um, how do you think we as a function can prepare for this? Because there's a lot of remote work and hybrid work in our future. It's not going away. That's right. That's right. You hit on something, Jay, that um, again, I, I say you have to have empathy, number one. Um, empathy for the fact that the hybrid workforce and um, how we're functioning as humans inside the organization, this virtual world that we've been thrust into, um, how are we mastering that? Um, how are we having empathy for our employees and our staff? Um, creating a, a place where it's you're still building a fantastic culture, a diverse culture, um, but you still have to keep moving forward because how we're functioning right now is still going to be happening into 2022, right? Yes. Yes. We all don't know how we're all going to eventually be uh, vaccinated, if you will, and, and how that's going to turn on and what that's going to look like. We can dream, we can imagine, right? But the, the remote and distributed, even I want to call it distributed workforce because it's already here. And, and there were so many leaders and uh, HR leaders and practitioners that were so against. You know, Jay, there were a lot of people uh, in our in our space against the whole remote work, right? Yes. And oh no, that job doesn't qualify for remote work. Well, yes. guess what, people? It's already here. And so you've already, in my opinion, as an HR leader, you should have already mastered and strategize and communicated how your organization will manage remote or the hybrid work practices that are already going on. Um, and then there you have some that, you know, that are healthcare based and they're servicing their social service organizations, a little bit different. My son uh, uh, is dealing with underserved populations. And, and so I get it. He does have to go in, but um, and that's the hybrid, to me, that's the hybrid, right? You have some people that are going in because of the roles that they're in, but many work environments would have already been remote for a full year come March. I don't know if anybody's given that any thought, but I was on lockdown as of March. I want to say it was March 13th. Mm -hmm. That's when the lockdown started. And here we are the end of February and that's a year of your employees already being and doing um, remote work, hybrid, or if you have employees all over the country, right, which some organizations do, you already have a distributed workforce. So you're already doing what I call the distributed workforce dance, if you will. So communicate now and anticipate what will happen, what's going to continue to happen, um, and we're all still watching the news, right? And, and talking with others in the community and, and where we live and where we work. So keep doing that. 
this is not going to change. And you really might want to take a look at how can I make what's happening uh, internally even better for the employees. Great advice. And uh, yes, I agree. Communication is key during this time and how we are, you know, fostering that um, uh, sense of community and uh, staying connected is so important. So this brings us to the funner part of our conversation. (laughs) Now that we've (laughs) dealt with the HR stuff, I wanted to ask you, who's one person you think we should all connect with in HR tech, Um, you know, either online or offline? Who's that one person? I know it's difficult to pick one person. No cheating. One person. (laughs) I'm going to beg you. Can I pick two people that? Um, sure, go <laughs> ahead. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Go ahead. Well, the, the two, yes. So the two that have resonated with me is one person that I have really followed uh, over the past year is Rachel Mitchell. She is uh, with Elevate Media. And she is just so inspiring and she just exudes positive energy. So if I had uh, to pick one, she would be my my one. But my second person that I have been uh, trolling, I should say, and met virtually is Vernay Myers. Everyone should know her. She is the VP of Inclusion Strategy at Netflix. She's just been an authentic and thoughtful leader in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space. And I want (laughs) to, she'll probably kill me for saying this, but her commitment to equity and inclusion to me is strategically provocative. (laughs) And it really makes you think, like it really makes you think the things that they, that she says, the people that she has on her podcast, um, it makes you sit back and, you know, do the old Arsenio Hall thing. Hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to follow her today. Uh, and we'll link her account and uh, everyone's account in the show notes for folks to follow. What's your favorite HR podcast? Great. Are you going to ask me that seriously? <laughs> I do have two. Okay. Can I just say HR Bites? Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's number huge. one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I didn't follow you for nothing. <laughs> um, and, then, <laughs> and then the other one is Hacking HR. I've been a follower of Hacking HR for quite some time. They do focus on tech as well. Absolutely. And I just spoke to Enrique today. So there you oh. go. <laughs> Love him. (laughs) Yep, he's awesome. Um, Any favorite LinkedIn learning or e-learning webinars that you think HR colleagues of ours should definitely listen to when it comes to, you know, HR technology? Mm. You know, Jay, I've given that some thought um, just recently because I've signed up for so many uh, newsletters And clearly, it's about data and my profile that is pushing these towards me. I get it. I'm a data person. So I understand why I'm being targeted. Um, I I really want people to know how to use their LinkedIn profile, right? So the first thing, I I really don't have just one, right? Because my brain thinks like an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So if something resonates with me, I'm already searching for 
um, what that is in the LinkedIn learning space. So you can go to your profile. You can, I think it's the, the work. It's like a little couple of boxes, the, the drop down there. Yes. And just click on LinkedIn learning and just browse. And uh, if you like things, you can subscribe to them. You can look at them right away. It's actually brilliant. Uh, what I they know, put together. It's awesome. And it's it? free, Jay. Exactly. It's free. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's free. And so many. I hope they keep it. I hope they keep it free. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think it's pretty much free. I mean, there are some that are, you know, subscription based that you could, you know, act access for a premium, but most of the content is free. And not only right. that, um, you know, I was speaking Great to Laurie content. Ruteman the other day, and she called this the University of YouTube. Come on, the content on YouTube, my <laughs> God, so much free content, right? So yeah, you know, we can access so much today, I love it. Uh, online. So yeah, the advice there is just, it's just been great. Absolutely. So given the upheaval of all things work and life, what's one workplace trend that you think is here to stay? And, you know, the Zoom shirt and the Zoom jacket definitely are here to stay. <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I really think, um, like I said earlier, the distributed workforce is here to stay and so is Zoom. So you might as well get some stock in Zoom <laughs> because <laughs> it's here to stay. <laughs> oh, I'm sure this they're trying their darn to like make that. it better. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, but they're trying to make it better. And, you know, uh, HR leaders just need to get on board with it. I know in some of the, the larger uh, and, and other uh, international waters, they're using still using Skype. Um, mm -hmm. But no one thinks of Skype anymore. Not a not a bad thing. Right. It's still a good thing. I still have a Skype account, but <laughs> so I, do I use Zoom 100 percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I Skype with my nephews all the time. And, you know, they have different stuff on Skype that they can't do on Zoom. So they That's try right. it with me. <laughs> That's right. And then you have the WhatsApp, right? Uh -huh. Yep. WhatsApp. Yeah. My, my business partner. World. Um, that's right. It's all over the world. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I know you uh, give back to the community in so many ways. Um, and your new initiative, CETA, is one of those ways. Tell us a little bit about that. And how else do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? Yeah, thank you, Jay. Um, so CETA is a social impact talent advisor a collaborative by Nonprofit HR. Nonprofit HR is the parent company. And what we have developed is exclusively designed for the social enterprise uh, uh, leaders and practitioners, um, offering uh, talent management, people management support um, across uh, five core areas in the life cycle of their business. And how can we support the startup the uh, growth creator and also the more established social enterprise, uh, they need support around people management and people management strategies. So uh, we see this as a uh, way of giving back, right? Um, and so I'm, I'm leveraging that to work with partners across the social enterprise space, who they are and how do we come together 
and serve this community that really is the fourth sector is what I'm referring to them as. Um, and has a ton of people um, close, to, I think it's more than 10 million people that are in this industry and just doing great work, solving the unmet uh, needs of communities and where they work. The other thing I do, um, and I got this from one of um, my recruit during my recruiting days, um, is random acts of kindness. So I try to do um, random acts of kindness to help leaders and practitioners on issues that they might be struggling with. Um, I am a troll, of course, on LinkedIn, but I'm also um, have a really good network of community leaders. And I, I look to see what are they asking? What do they need? So today um, was my random act of kindness. And I just responded to an association leader who had something so simple. So I just put on my entrepreneur hat and my business development hat and say, here you go. Here's what I've used in the past. And guess what? You do have something already on your website that you could actually use. And so I didn't mind doing it. It took me five, 10 minutes to um, do that act of kindness. Absolutely. Attitude of gratitude. And you exemplify that every day, especially through your work and at Nonprofit HR. So thank you so much for being my guest today. I really enjoyed our conversation and I'm sure all the insights you provided will resonate with a lot of our audience. Um, Great. Is there a way that you would like our audience to connect with you or is LinkedIn your preferred way? Yeah, LinkedIn is my preferred way, but they can also just go to nonprofithr.com website and you can find great resources there and you can find my, my beautiful face there as well and connect with me and all of my social media uh, platform is there as well. Awesome. Thank you again, Patty. This has been a tremendous conversation. I really enjoyed it's it. It's been fun. Fun, Jay. So much fun. <laughs> yes. Fun, fun, fun. So thank you, audience, for being here today. And I look forward to bringing you more such global HR tech stories. Take care. Bye-bye.